Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <That's> so good. <laughs> I'm afraid. Coil. I'm scared. That's the cold opening. That's it. <laughs> I, I have the ones uh, where I'm falling, and then I wake up, and I I wake up scared because I thought I was falling. Oh, yeah. Like a trip or a stumble. I had this weird one when I was a kid. Um, so, like, I, I grew up next to a church, the same church that I went to as a child. And I would have a reoccurring nightmare of, like, this rat man that would follow me around the church's parking lot for some reason. And it would really freak me out. That's a nightmare. And you know what we're reading today, Chris? We're reading... Well, what I'm, a, well, I'm reading. Oh, You're wow. Okay, not. right. I'm not reading. Well, this, wow, this must be an episode of uh, Chicken and Raffles' Choose Your Own Adventure Adventures. Yes, it is. With me, Chicken and Raffles. <laughs> and I'm Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> See? All right. And what are, what are you reading to me today? From TSR, Dungeons and Dragons presents Raid on Nightmare Castle by Catherine McGuire. Cool. Yep. That sounds spooky and fun. Also, it's Dungeons and Dragons, which we haven't actually done in a minute. Yeah. If ever. I'm not, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't think we have done. Right. Did we ever do one of these? Uh-uh. Mm. The Great Gong Sounds. It's deep tones reverberating in the village square. You drop your bow and hurry from archery class to the center of town. It's trouble or good tidings. Why else would the Evelyn Prince, no boy, sound the gong? Your friend, Edis, stumbles into you in his hurry. What do you think it is, Coil? I have no idea. Is my name Coil? Yes, it is. <laughs> That's stupid. Well, I don't know how to pronounce these fantasy names, okay. so it is it's for fine. now. Okay, Coil. <laughs> what was his name? Edis? Yeah. Edis and Coil. All right. And the Evelyn Prince is Neuvel. Neuvel. <laughs> Neuvel and Coil. <laughs> this is some fantasy-ass it... shit. At least I'm an archer boy. Hope we get to shoot a dragon or something. I have no idea, you reply. But I did see some travelers near the archery field. Oh, I, I saw them hours ago, Edis says, laughing. Then he sobers, seeing your hurt look. I'm sorry, Coil, but you know you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're blind as a motherfucker. I don't know. I don't know who put that bow in your hands, but it was a joke, I think. Oh and a God. mean one. I'm sorry, Coil, but you know you can't see as well as the elves can. You don't have to rub it in. Your reply is cut short as the gong sounds again. Raising 14 feet high, the gong is a flawless, clear crystal. It rests on a white marble base. The crystal is pentagon-shaped faceted to send rainbows around the plaza. 
The base is so highly polished that you can see every detail of your reflection. Your freckles and carrot red hair. No! Stand out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be a ginger. I take it all back. I suck. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're really different. (laughs) Yeah, your freckles and carrot red hair stand out among the blonde and white-haired elven folk of Sicilian. Oh, my God, I'm the redhead stepchild of an entire village. The slender limbs and thin features around you contrast sharply with your square jaw and broad chest. Although strong, you lack the agility and speed of the elves, and you're reminded of this almost daily (laughs) when Edis, who is your age but a head taller, wins every race against you. As you glance over to the other 13-year-old, the crowd quiets suddenly, and the voice of Prince Novoi rings out across the plaza. My dear friends... We have had news from the north, from our kin in the Soto Mountains. Great tragedy has befallen them. (gasps) The evil warlords... Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) The evil warlord, Warless, of Grothrab, has captured their ruler, our brother, Estrion. (gasps) A (laughs) cat... Are you going to say a gasp is heard? Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. A gasp of horror rises from the elves, and Edith says in a choked whisper, Estron is the wisest among elves. Not that wise. He got captured, a voice says in the crowd. <laughs> He led the Great Council of Peace ten years ago. You nod. You remember as a child seeing him briefly, and you recall the respect that he commanded. Even humans revere Estron, whose reign has ensured harmony between elves and men for centuries. We have reason to believe that he is still alive, Noivoi continues, and the elves sigh with relief. Royalist is demanding a huge ransom, money, and elven weapons for Estron's release. Give it to him! We do not trust Royalist to keep his promise to release our brother after we pay, and we have sworn never to let elven magic fall into evil hands. Therefore, we have decided to send our great hero, Kanos, on a re- on a quest to rescue Estron. Hey, that's not and- our name. Nope. <laughs> and destroy the evil warlord forever. Come on, Edith says. Let's see who's going with him. <gasps> you race off to the manor of the renowned Kanos, Edith's father. Although you've lived with them for almost seven years. You still haven't overcome your all of the great Elven magic. His stern manner and the exacting tasks he assigns make you nervous around him. He's a fair and a wise teacher, but you're never really sure of his approval. Aww. At the entrance to the Great Hall, you stop. The tall, gray-haired Kanos is listening to a stout elf with blonde hair. 
Respectfully, I must point out to a large group will be quickly spotted, the stout elf is saying. True, Nysa, Kanos replies. I will take you. I will take only as many as needed. Oh, no, Edis gasps. That means he'll never take us. The warlord Royalus, Kanos continues, is an evil man, but not not stupid. He realizes the value of keeping Estranon alive and well. We should have time to get to the castle before. Then he interrupts himself. How was he captured? He was traveling with his men through Santo Pass when Royalus ambushed him. We think Sailgarth, the sorcerer, was helping, and Estradon is no magician. That's very true, Cano says. Then frowns. No wonder Royalus is able to do so much mischief. Sailgarth was powerful many years ago, but I hadn't heard about him for a long time. Ever since he and Royalus killed King Ular, our ally, we've had nothing but trouble from that area. So much so that the place is now called Nightmare Castle. Cool. Nysa complains. The prince would like you to win back the castle from Warless, if you can. I will make every effort, but rescuing Estranon is the first priority, Kano says. It is a shame that Ular died and no one knows what happened to Queen Elsla. She was frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Edis races to his father, dragging you behind him. Father, can we attend you on this quest? He pants, sliding to a halt before you, before the great cloaked Canos. Staring down at the two of you, his clear gray eyes thoughtful, the magician frowns. Nysa, minister to the prince, taps his foot, impatient at being interrupted. You quiver. This quest is what you've been dreaming of. Finally, Canto speaks. Edis, my son, despite your youth, you have been a great service to me. It is customary for an elf to wait until one is at least fifty before going on an adventure. However, I will ask the prince to grant an exception in your case. Huzzah! Edis skips around you. (laughs) Do not make me regret my decision, son, Cantos warns. What about me, stepdad? Edis settles down immediately. What about Coil? He asks suddenly sober. Cantos glances at you and shakes his head gently. Mm, mm -mm. It is but seven years since we saved him from the wreck of the Noil, in Antida Harbor. Coyle's dying father gave him over to my care, and I cannot risk his life needlessly. You sag in despair. Seven years might be nothing to the 1,000-year-old Cantos, but that's over half your life so far. Surely you can be as useful as Edis. Feelings overcome your respectful silence. Great Canos. I know I am human. Unlimited. But I am still a cleric, and I've learned some of your magic besides. 
Cantos smiles kindly. Your clerical training ended when you were six, and we have been able to teach you only a few simple spells. The amulet that your father passed on to you is powerful, to be sure, but you do not know all of its power. Your father was the great... (laughs) (laughs) You're doing my favorite voice. I love this character you're doing. Please keep going. Your father was the great... Dingledore. What's his stupid name? Come on. He basically fine. said it. Okay. <laughs> it starts with a D. Okay. It's D I J B O U T I. Disbooty? Yeah, sure. Just Dishbooty. Just say Dishbooty. Your father was the great Dajbudi, a patriarch known and respected by all, and you must give yourself time to follow in his footsteps. With a wave, he dismisses you and turns back to the minister. I will only take Addis, he says, walking away, and I will leave my assistant, Janice, in charge. That evening, bitter, you watch Edis pack to leave. On his bed, he piles the clothes and maps he intends to take. He places his magic sword beside his pack on the bed, saying, We had planned to draw our weapons together. I will sorely miss having you beside me. It's not fair, you cry holding your own Evelyn staff tightly and blinking back tears. My magic is as strong as yours, and my arms are stronger, but... (laughs) (laughs) My magic is as strong as yours, and my arms are stronger. (laughs) Want to arm wrestle, bitch? I'm human. I'll break your elf bones, motherfucker. (laughs) USA! USA! But I have to stay here with the children. It's not fair. Edis slowly folds a cloak into his bag. It's true that you are as good with your staff as I am with my sword. Perhaps father is worried that you might forget your magic abilities during the Krasha battle. But I've trained with my amulet until he was satisfied. You say angrily. And I've practiced with the jewel of Kabark until I can set two dogs to fighting. Dog... (laughs) Amulet of dog fighting? <laughs> That's a, the worst magic power I've ever heard of. Is that in D&D? Can I roll for dog fight? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What an adventure. 
Dogs are not orcs or goblins, Edis replies, putting his hand on your shoulder. You jerk away, still upset. We are taking the jewel with us, but even I won't use it unless Kanos is unable to. It's not called the jewel of confusion for nothing, you know. It's either of us should make a mistake while using it, we would scramble our own brains instead of confusing our enemies. It can be used safely only in the calm state of mind. And which of us could be calm while risking such danger? You look sharply at Edis. And what about our training in an intuition? Kanos said last week that I was getting to be as good as you. Yes, he said that. For a human, you have superior intuition, Edis agrees. But you still can't hear or see as well as elves can, nor can you detect evil <clears throat> as well. And I still think you need more than two elves to fight a whole castle. Edis stares at his feet, not wanting to make it worse by showing his excitement. Would you like me to leave Grey Paul behind? he asked, nodding toward the sleek white whippet sleeping on the bed. At his name, the dog raises his head. Oh, no, you don't, Grey Paul says, firmly in a voice Canto Magically gave him. I'm not giving up this chance at an adventure to babysit some human. Oh, even the dog is shitting all over you. Fuck. Also, that's one cool dog. Yeah. Changing the subject quickly, you ask, Isn't your father getting too old for adventures? His last quest was more than 400 years ago. Edis shrugs. When the great prince asks you to go, Besides, we're taking the jewel and my sword that glows whenever danger is near. Well, well, I've never heard of that before. We'll be well prepared to handle anything that tries to sneak up on us. Your gloom deepening, you mumble. I think I'd better get to bed. Have a good trip, Edis, and come back a hero. Smiling weakly, you add. Try not to get killed. That would destroy the powers in your sword and why spoil a good sword? What the fuck? That is a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it is. I wish I had the choice to not say it in this fucking choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> Aren't you going to see us off tomorrow? He asked. You shake your head. It would be too humiliating. I'll see you when you return. Realizing you may never see him again, you shake his hand quickly and leave. Entering your room, still absorbed in your struggle to accept Kando's decision, you absently greet your hawk, Tailspin. What? What? <laughs> I've, I have a hawk named Tailspin? Yeah. That's, this is the best book we ever read. And we haven't done anything. We haven't done anything. <laughs> oh. The hawk cocks his head regarding you quizzically, 
then suddenly starts soaring around the room upside down, a trick that usually makes you laugh. You strain to concentrate on his antics and try hard to smile. Tailspin, I remember when you and I escaped from Noyle. Your tail feathers were so badly singed that you couldn't fly straight. As I remember, you didn't look so good yourself, the hawk sniffs, settling as always on your shoulder. You smile, pleased as always, that Canos also gave your pet the ability to speak. Trying to relax, you reach for the sacred amulet. Holding it in both hands, you clear your mind. The deep green jewel carved in, in an owl shape glows with a warm light. You struggle to follow the path of the light to inner calm. Gradually, the pains of the world subside, and only a gray fog swirls in your mind. After a moment, the image of a lone rider appears, moving through the fog that soon takes the shape of a harsh, of harsh gray mountains. In a flash of insight, you recognize yourself. The vision disappears, and you open your eyes, smiling. Why not? You think. I can follow them until they let me come with them. You will, you must disobey Cantos. Do you? One or two. One, if you decide to follow Cantos and Edis, turn to page 117. Two, if you decide to obey Cantos and stay home, turn to page 19. No, do the first one. Do number one. Just, <laughs> I want to go on the adventure, obviously, book. What do you think, I'm stupid? <laughs> All right. I still think you're going to be in big trouble. Your hawk's voice is harsh with worry. Listen, Tailspin, if I had stayed home, I'd be no use to anyone. This way, at least I can still help Canos and Edis. It's all very well for you, Master Coil, but Canos is liable to turn me into a mouse. I'll be eaten by my own people. You chuckle softly and slowly rein in your horse. You're on a horse? I'm sorry, horse? <laughs> What? Oh, because we already are doing it. Oh, okay. Okay. I it thought was we were like, in the room. Yeah. I thought I was confused. like, <laughs> I thought we were going to maybe go to a stable, get a horse, maybe oh. pack a lunch. Yeah. Just nope. like Cut to did. Adventure. We're already there. Okay. Gazing around, you stretch your tired arms. We should be nearing the pass of Laterus, you tell Tailspin. The road gets very rocky after that, according to the Elflin maps. I wonder if Canos and Edis have gotten that far. After two days of following the cavern, you're not even sure how far ahead they are. The long grasses of the valley have given away to the brown scrub brush of the low hills. This is orc territory. 
and you're on the alert for roving bands of martyrs. As a lone rider, you would make a good target. A chill wind sweeps down from the mountains ahead of you, and you shiver. The sun ducks in and out of the clouds as you search for signs of the elves' passage. Darn those elven eyes! If they couldn't see so far, I could keep a closer tail on Edis. Do you want me to fly ahead? No. It'd just be our luck that they'd recognize you. That insolent gray Paul certainly would. He's had it in for me for a long time. You're lucky to have. Suddenly, the clash of steel on steel rings thinly through the still morning air. Your horse shies, and you struggle to hold it down. Faint cries and shouts echo up from behind the next hill, but you see nothing disturbing the peaceful scenery. Tails spin! Bears a fight! I better go to help! What if not Cantos, but just some orcs fighting the natives? One or two. One, if you decide it's not your friends, and to keep out of the fight, turn to page 16. Two, if you decide it is the elves, and you ride... Two. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way that's not going to stay in. Come on. Come on. That's like the same noise I make when I can't figure out what I'm saying. (laughs) And two, you can ride down to... Okay. Two. If you decide it is the elves and you ride forward to help, turn to page 31. Well, I guess uh, I guess we should just stay out of it, right? No, fuck that. Do number two. We traveled a long way just to help Kanos and Edis, and we're not going to risk fall- failing them now. You tell the hawk. Mm. <laughs> you tell the hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Spurring your horse on, you race toward the sounds of battle. It takes nearly an hour of hard galloping to reach the pass of Ladaris, where a small army of orcs have beset the party. From the side of the pass, more orcs are pouring through to reinforce their ranks. With a yell, you ride into the battle. Swinging your staff fiercely, you finally reach Edis, who is pinned against the rock wall by ten orcs. Hold on, you shout. I'm right here. Coil, your friend gasps, desperately striking at the wild horde around him. Where did you come from? We said we were going to raise our weapons together, didn't we? You yell happily. But a new group of orcs keep you from saying more. You do your best to rescue Edis, but more of evil creatures push you away, and soon you are also surrounded. Fenting and blocking with your staff, you manage to avoid the roughest blows. 
you realize that the orcs are not fighting as fiercely as they could be, since several have missed easy chances to stab you. You wonder if they have orders not to kill you. But as you are knocked down, you decide that they want to give you a few good whacks anyway. Struggling to your feet, you can see Kanos off to your left. Blood is seeping from his left arm, and he is being held by two tall orcs carrying heavy wooden clubs. Kanos, don't give up! I'll be right there! You cry, but he gives no sign of hearing. Suddenly, Graypaw leaps at one of the orc guards, snarling and biting. A swift blow with a thick club knocks the dog aside. No. And the orcs pull a strangely quiet Kanos away. Tailspin flies down into Kanto's face, calling, Wake up, great Kantos! But the elf shows no recognition. A sharp knock on the head sends you down to the ground, dazed. By the time your vision clears, Edis is surrendering. He drops his sword to the ground and raises his hands. Quick as a flash, Graypaw grabs the sword and runs off before the orcs can react. Screaming, a couple of them run after him. Run, Graypaw! Edis yells as the orcs roughly tie his hands against his sides. And start kissing him. <laughs> You're not making this any easier on me. Uh, that one I'm going to keep. Okay. After a minute, the two orcs come back empty-handed. Graypaw has escaped. But you and your friends are prisoners. The orcs make you stand up, and then they bind you tightly. They check you for valuables, but in their haste, they miss the amulet. They leave you the small bag on your belt, which only carries flint for making fires. We bring them in alive! (laughs) The orc leader warns, you have your orders. Curse Cursing yourself for being of no use to your friends, you are led away with them. You notice the orcs have not taken the flint on the elves' belts either, and you hope the jewel of Quebec is safely hidden in Canos's bag. The only good news is that the orcs have left your staff behind. I feel like, are orcs stupid? Like, are they, like, not, like, their intelligence is low? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's fair to say. Okay, because I would feel like if if I was an orc, I might have figured out that a staff is, like, magical, powerful. Sure. Maybe not left behind with the prisoners. Yeah. Good call. Okay. Good, you'd make a good orc. You'd be a general. <clears throat> you'd be captain I'd of be the I'd be the orcs. girl orc. <laughs> a gork. <laughs> now, if only Tailspin will see it and pick it up. You march over the rough road, pushed and poked by your sneering captors. Kanos is up front and Edis is close behind you. 
It miss the orc's ruckus laughter. Edis's low tones go unnoticed, except by you. Cantos was unable to speak or move his arms. There must be a powerful magician working with the orcs, Edis tells you. I'm afraid... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but the word and, after and this tells you, I'm afraid. Oh, sorry. So good. <laughs> I'm afraid. Coil. I'm scared. That's the cold opening. That's it. <laughs> I'm afraid it might be the evil sorcerer, Mycros, the demon. He is supposed to be in the east, but I know of... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, that read of that is so funny to me. He's supposed to be in the east, but I guess he's here right now. I don't know. On Facebook, <laughs> he, I checked his Facebook profile and said, Hey guys, I'm in the east right now. He is supposed to be in the east, but I know of no other who could affect Kanos this way. I fear all is lost. Maybe not, you whisper, trying desperately to think of some other way to help your friends and yourself. For three days, you are shoved and prodded along the road. The orcs are in a hurry, and you are harried mercilessly. They occasionally toss small bits of meat at you for meals, but you are afraid to eat it, not sure of whose flesh it is. Oh, come on, put the meat in your mouth, boy. Mm. Edis's whispers that he's sure he's seen Tailspin hovering not far away, and he's holding your staff. You... Your relief at your friend's safety helps you to keep going. The road crests at the top of the hill and starts down, making the going a bit easier. Finally, you arrive at the orc's stronghold, a cave hidden within a clump of trees. The horses are led to another cave not far away. After stumbling along dark tunnels, you are untied and shoved into a small dungeon, but your captors drag Edis and Kanos away. Alone and miserable, you stand in the middle of the dungeon, afraid to touch anything. Except your penis. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the walls are slick with dripping water, and you can barely see your hand in front of your face. One of the orcs appears at the door, threaten you, threatening you with a large axe. You struggle to appear calm, but you shiver in fear, waiting to be killed at any moment. Don't hurt him! The chief orc says, laughing. Leave him here. He is of no use to us, but the elves are to be brought to the master. The sound of their footsteps fade down the tunnel. Separated from your friends, you sit down, not touching the walls. Except <laughs> <laughs> I get it. The walls are gross, okay? 
<laughs> For fuck's sake, Buck. <laughs> Maybe Cantos was right. Tailspin and Graypaw were more help than you were. You blink back tears as you try not to think of some way to save your friends. As confused and depressed your thoughts pour into your mind, you fall into an uneasy sleep. Please turn to page 47. An odd rustling sound snaps you awake. This is no time to be sleeping. A familiar voice whispers. Tailspin! How did you find me? He didn't. I sniffed you out. He'd been, he'd have been lost without me. Graypaw's voice floats out of the darkness. Wait a minute. Who kept bumping into the walls? Stop it. You too. This is no time for feuds. We've got to find a way out of, you got, we've got to find a way to get me out of here. <laughs> I hope they do. I stole the keys from the guard's table and he didn't even see me. Graypaw says, thank you. Now give me the keys. We also brought your staff. We figured you need it. Graypaw says. By the way, it looks like Mycros the demon is behind all of this trouble. As I waited at the entrance to the cave, I heard the orcs mention him. I'd suppose I supposed something like that was the case, you say. Ganos would never be overcome by a few orcs. Even more interesting, Graypaw says, is that Micros seems to be in a league with Royless. The orcs were talking about his trips to the big castle in the mountains, and that's got to be the nightmare castle. With, oh. Then we really have to get out of here fast, you say. No telling what Micros intends to do with us. Graypaw. <clears throat> Graypaw leads the way down the pitch black tunnel. Now is your chance to show Canos that he needs you. Excitement churns in your stomach as you search for an idea. Any idea. But... Since you have no notion of what to expect, nothing comes to mind. After what seems forever, you reach a half-open door and peer around it into a, in a room well lit with torches. Edis and Canos are chained to the wall in an alcove. Canos's left arm has been bound with a white cloth. Yay, he's not going to bleed to death. Also, why are there whips on the wall? And a paddle. And a ball gag. Spooky chains! Spooky dildos on the wall! Spooky haunted sex swing! Woo! 
You ride it because you don't know what it is, and you're a little boy. Woohoo! Oh, come on. Check it out. There's a swing on the wall, Dad. <laughs> he looks as if he's asleep, and Edis is struggling to keep his eyes open. That's more than mere exhaustion, you decide. It must be a very strong spell that holds them. There is a door in the opposite wall of the room, and through it you can hear orcs laughing and talking. A small lamp burns on the table in the big room, and chains of various sizes hang empty on each wall. Silently, you creep into the alcove, motioning the animals to stay behind. Goyle! Edison whispers, They'll be back soon. You must get back to our village. Canos half awakens and shakes his head. His eyes are full of pain. I don't think he agrees with you. You tell Edis. Kanos lowers his head and stares at his belt. I think he wants you to take Suck the- his dick. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Boom. Every time. Got him. Come on. Oh, man. He wants you to take the troll of Quebec. Edis whispers, can you, oh, <laughs> can, can you use it on my cross? You slip the jewel from the bag on Canis's belt. The ruby blood red is set in a twisted gold armband and surrounded by ice blue gems. The beauty of it is quite deceptive. It is a powerful magical item that properly used can cause one's enemies to turn and fight one another. Like the dog fight. Yeah. That's a callback. That's a callback. But it can be very dangerous in the hands in the hand of a novice. Both you and Edis have trained with it. But you are always a little afraid and he is better than you. Do you dare to use it? Edis sees your conflict and says gently, I too would be afraid to use the jewel. If you cannot, I will not blame you. Save Estranon. Canos gasps, fighting against the spell that saps his power. Edis glances over at his father and then back at you. He wants you to rescue Estranon, and there's no time to lose, he says. But I can't leave you here, you cry softly. You must, Edis replies, and you can't fight Micros with only your staff. But Greypaw says Mycros is working with Royless, you say worriedly. Even more reason to go, Edis gasps, his resistance to the spell weakening. With us captured, Royless won't expect someone to rescue Astronon. You look at the elf, 
you have come to respect through the years since he rescued you, and you know that you can't do less than he expects of you. Please turn to page 25. If Cantos trusts me to save Estranon, then I can't ignore his wishes. I'll go, but only because he insists. I promise I'll be back to rescue you, Edis, no matter what. You say, gripping your friend's arm. You place the jewel securely in a bag hanging from your belt. I'll guide you out of here, but I'm staying with my master, Graypaw says. Who needs you? We'll find our own way out. Tailspin squawks on him. Quiet, both of you, you snap. With one last look at Edis, you hurry back down the dark tunnel, holding a torch that you grab from a, a bracket. Suddenly, the tunnel branches into three parts. <gasps> Which one leads to the outside? <laughs> I don't know. Is it going to tell me to pick one? <laughs> In a minute. Okay. I can smell something strange in in the left tunnel, Gray Paul reports. But also fresh air. There's light at the end of the right tunnel, Tailspin says. <clears throat> I think we came in through the middle tunnel, but I'm not sure. You tell them. There's three options. Okay. One, if you decide to take the left tunnel, turn to page 55. Two, if you elect to take the right tunnel, turn to page 58. Or three, if you choose to take the middle tunnel, turn to page 42. Uh, Option number one, let's follow the weird smell. All right. That might be orc dick. Is that, is that orc sex? Is that what it's smelling like over chains there? Chains on the wall. What is it, dog? Are there chain? Are there more chains? A little smell can't hurt us, you say, and the air must mean we can get outside. Waving the animals ahead of you, you tiptoe down the left tunnel. Soon you get a whiff of the strange smell. It reminds you of fungus in moldy wood. Phew! You whisper. Phew! You whisper. I hope we don't run into a giant mushroom. That's not right. (laughs) (laughs) I hope... (laughs) Sorry. I hope we don't run into a giant mushroom. Worse than that, Gray Paul yelps. It's... His voice cut off suddenly. You move forward with the torch and stare into the hairy face of a giant spider. Ah! Behind it, a huge web fills the tunnel. Gray paw, like an oversized fly, is struggling in the sticky strands. That's actually terrifying. It, yeah. I hate that. The spider quickly weaves a cocoon around Graypaw's body. Oh my god! Before you can believe your eyes, the spider has attached the white bundle that was Graypaw to the wall. He's right. It's worse. You <laughs> moan. Poor Graypaw. 
Saddened and angry, you thrust your flaming torch at the spider. Instantly, it whips a sticky white strand around the torch and pulls it from your grasp. Go for help! You yell at Tailspin, striking the spider with your staff. The spider leaps away, then darts around you, laying strands of web on your shoulders and arms. When you try to fight, the sticky fibers cling to your staff, and soon you are too wrapped in a thick white blanket. As the spider attaches your cocoon to the wall, you hope that Tailspin can find help quickly. Otherwise, this is the end. Well, I guess we got killed by a giant spider. Yeah, we did. Wow, that was a fucking roller coaster. There's a lot going on, man. Well, what do we think of Nightmare on... Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, shit. Raid on Nightmare Castle. What do we think of that? What of did I, story? I think uh, we need to go back and reread it at some point and get a different ending, but... Uh, yeah. That was pretty fun. That was, like, actually <laughs> pretty fun and just, like, engaging. I, I We haven't read a good one in so long. This one was just, like good yeah there's a lot going on and there were obstacles there is a little bit of history a little bit of story animals yeah you got two different kinds of talking animals both of which were pretty cool sassy yeah they had a lot of personality i like that yeah for some reason sometimes i don't like it and sometimes i do this time i liked it i don't know like don't that, judge me. That one time when we read the with the animals, we wanted them to talk the unicorn one. Yeah. Can't wait for until we read the next part. Which is something we might do eventually if we have enough uh, member support. Go support us on our on the anchor page. There's a mm-hmm. there's a button for that. You can do that. Also, if you're not listening on that, feel free to rate us and give us a review on the iTunes. Hey, also, why don't you share us with your friends? And 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 send us an email, youradventureadventures at gmail dot com. We don't. We're not even asking for anything. Just just say hi. I sent a test email. <laughs> the first email came from Jessica. It was me. Because how do you how do you not know. feel bad about that? <laughs> how do you get to the end of this episode laughing the whole way through every stupid thing we say, <laughs> and then you don't even send us an email? Come on. <laughs> we might I'm, even read it on the air holy shit we might obviously we're just kidding uh, yeah sorry well not about reading it uh just about uh judging you about it it doesn't matter uh i hope you i hope you had a good episode of this show everybody. we know we did uh yes we did and uh love you guys have a good one bye bye